0: Hello,
1: and welcome to Chosen by Committee, the podcast where myself, Josh Heron, Christopher Munden, and John Rosenberg read through every Pulitzer Prize winning play since 1917. So you don't have to, or so you can read them along with us and join us. Um, like I said, my name is Josh Herron. I am an elementary school teacher and theater lover, and I am joined um, uh, by. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm losing my touch. I'm joined by, by Christopher Munden. You're, you're out of practice. <laughs> okay. I'm, out, I'm out of um, my dream man. I'm joined by my dream boy, Christopher Munden. Oh. Hello, sugar, oh. uh, <laughs> uh, and my fairy godmother, John Rosenberg. Hello, um, and tonight we are reading 1969's Pulitzer Prize-winning play, The Great White Hope, by Howard Sackler. Um, who's the biggest sports fan among the three of us?
0: Well. I don't know Chris I work for a professional uh, sports uh, franchise
1: so I feel like you should give the summary
0: oh I'm um, quite a boxing fan actually it's one of my favorite sports
1: uh, this play did you know about this this person
0: yeah yeah um, he's famous there's a famous film of uh, of the one fight um, so I'll begin there Um uh it's about a boxer jack jefferson who's uh loosely based on well, maybe not that loosely even but based on the life of uh jack johnson and as it begins um jefferson has just won the world heavyweight title or just won a fight in australia and has come back and a um a former heavy or a retired heavyweight champion is uh going to uh fight him uh jefferson is black he's the first um black heavyweight champion and his opponent is white he jefferson wins um that's quite a scandal in itself causes racial tension um but more of a scandal perhaps is that he becomes (coughs) confiante To a white woman. Um, what we, word
1: did you just use? Is that a word? Enfiance? I, that's a great word. I like I, I makes that fiance.
2: Cool.
0: Uh, he's sorry, engaged. can
2: you sorry, can you spell it for me?
0: It's like E M fiance D.
2: Fiance Oh, that's cool. i have never heard that before.
0: I'm hoping now I'm not making it up, but
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: someone uh, uh He so um, the authorities the authorities set him up, um, do him on the man act, which I think is um, it's like it's exp- uh, taking a woman across state lines for immoral purposes and um, arrest him. He goes out on bail and flees to Europe where he has some fights, but generally um, comes desolate. He goes to Mexico. He's been challenged by the next Great White Hope to um, fight, but he has to throw the bout. And he refuses to do that, but he wants to have the fight anyway. He refuses until his now wife uh, commits suicide, and then he decides to have the fight. And uh, we don't see any of the boxing, but um, for the second or for the final fight, we um, we hear commentary from people watching it. in real life, he lost his uh, title after going 26 rounds, winning most of the rounds, but then tiring. And it seems that's kind of what happens in the fight. It's unclear whether you think that probably he could have beaten him, but then he he just wants to show that he can beat him up. And eventually, after many many rounds, he goes down, and he he gets paraded off the stage as like a, a, a messiah.
1: All right, so what do we like about this play?
0: Oh. Well, I liked the, uh, I liked the glimpse into that piece of boxing history. Um, um, I liked that it's an interesting thing following boxing is like the making of the fight. It's not like any other sport where it's regulated. There are seasons, like there's an Olympic championship. <laughs> It's weird, like it's all just money and politics. Whether any of the fights get made, and I, I appreciated that. Still true. Is that still true? Oh, that's still true. Yeah, very much. So, Um, so I appreciated that boxing fan. I also appreciated like this hero. I think um, so. It's written late '60s, Muhammad Ali. His heavyweight champion, maybe just giving up his title again, maybe racial reasons, refusal to fight in Vietnam, political reasons at least.
1: He has a quote about this play. Ali does. Yeah, he saw it and said um, that, like, you know, aside from this interracial marriage business, this play is about me, right? Uh, Like, and he was really impressed with James. So I also, I, think, I don't think I mentioned this or you mentioned this, but the play, um, a little bit of production history. The play uh, started in DC at the Arena uh, Arena Stage Company, starring um, what's her name? Jane. I Jane... mean, look, sorry. Jane Seymour? No.
0: Um, uh, uh... Uh, Jane Fonda?
1: No. Nope. Oh. Okay, well, let me I'll add this out a little
0: bit. Uh It'd be late a not it?
1: Gray white.
0: Henry Fonda was acting then, wasn't he?
1: I mean Jane Fonda was acting then too. It just wasn't.
2: Um,
1: Jane Alexander. Sorry. Okay. So it opened in um, Who's Jane Alexander. A name? I don't know.
2: Got it. Oh, okay, I thought.
1: Uh she has like four Academy nominations for four Academy Awards. You see, I don't think you'd recognize her.
2: Okay.
1: Um, but she I was- I thought you great were great... saying
2: her name as like a person of note to you as an actor.
1: Yeah. I have, like I've heard her name before. Got it. Um, all right. So this play started in arena stage comedy in DC, um, starring James Earl Jones and Jane Alexander. Um, it was a huge smash. It had like, I mean, there's like, a bazillion characters. Um, I think there were like 68 cast members. It was, a, it was really expensive. Um, and it was a total smash. Um, and they brought it to Broadway um, with, I think, Howard Sackler, I think either from the rights to the movie of this play that had already been signed or other screenwriting money, he helped fund it. Um, and it was the first time a regional theater play like, from a regional theater company, um, a transferred to Broadway, which is now the norm. It's how, like, stuff... Um, um, Anyway, Muhammad Ali was really impressed with James Earl Jones' performance, and felt like the play was about him, Um, and the play was a huge smash. It ran for, like, 580 performances. Uh, I think James Earl Jones and Jane Alexander won the Tony for it, um, and Pulitzer, and when it went to became a movie, I think, with they were in it as well. Um, so it's a really like it was a very popular play at the time. Sorry, yeah. you were talking about Muhammad Ali, I totally took you off track.
0: No, uh, I'll come back to thoughts on that production, but uh, yeah, so you see Muhammad Ali and um. Who was that other fighter we talked about last week, John, the one from the 30s, like the next black heavyweight champion?
2: Next black heavyweight champion, Joe Lewis. Was it Joe Lewis? Yeah, who fought the... Joe Lewis. Yeah. Yeah, he fought Maximilian Shell,
0: Right. Um, Like, this story kind of runs through. I mean, maybe you would say, like, Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder and... I don't know. But uh, I liked it from that point of view. Um, I don't know, it, it's kind of a biopic. I maybe made the mistake of reading about Jack Johnson uh, <laughs> between reading like Acts one and two and his bio mm-hmm. sounded really quite interesting. Like. Uh, for one thing, the Austral- the lady he meets in Australia and comes back, she does kill herself, but like earlier, and then the one he runs to Europe with is like an 18-year-old white prostitute Oh wow! And um, yeah, he does have more fights. It just like the truth maybe seemed more interesting to me reading that. Um,
2: yeah, I mean, I think for me, I know Josh asked what we liked about the play, but for me, I think the hard thing is the framing device of the play of like, you know, the play starts with the white people talking about who are we going to get to defeat this guy? Like the framing device is like the powers that be that try to hold this man down. And so I can understand why Muhammad Ali is like, oh shit, this is about me. Mm -hmm. But I, I do feel strongly that like, jack johnson the person was so big and so beyond the scope that it could be captured by a play and the what this play attempted to capture for me was it really fell short but but i can understand why like it must have been it must have been like a very revolutionary important piece at the time yeah you know um but uh, to me i think i'm always interested in just framing devices and how the play is told. It wasn't a very skillful play to me.
1: Did you like, there's this device that I couldn't make Hunter's tail of and I'm wondering if you saw it live it would make a little bit more sense. But there were the, at least in addition I read there was bolded words that were to be delivered. Right.
2: I forgot about that. And there's
1: sort of like, like pretty frequently maybe like two or three times an act there are these like very intense sort of monologues that like seem to be sort of like from the play but like come out of nowhere from these sometimes like sort of random characters. Um, and those seem to be like, those can, like, got pretty intense. And I thought were sort of cool and a little bit subversive um, or like, no,
2: okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, cause like, cause right at first it's kind of happening. And then I think like where the device really kicks in is at the end of the first act where it's the <laughs> black dude that kind yeah. of really takes the audience to task or whatever.
0: That's an interesting uh, the, is that Scipio or yeah, that's an interesting character, yeah.
1: Um, and I don't know. I like I uh, I guess Howard Sackler, like he said he didn't think of this as a play that was like just about racism. Um, he was like some people critiqued him for being a little bit of like a handery, like white liberal, sort of preachy play he really thought of it as like man versus society. I sort of agree. Um, I think it's interesting in that it's about, um, I think it makes, I, there's things I like about it that I don't think, I, I know that you will not like about it, <laughs> and that, like I like that it sort of explicitly names things around like power and how like the FBI is using like this cultural Sort of system to like actively oppress people. Like, I think as someone who's like, 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 I think I get more. Maybe I shouldn't put you into this, but I feel like I get more into like historical tidbits in that. Like, I think I'm like, oh, that's interesting. I'll like, I'll take that. I um, no, no, I, no, I a mean, bit, like, I, oh, it's not in a play. Like, like.
2: See, I think I think uh, I enjoy historical tidbits or like how things are placed in 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 like in the past. Yeah. But to me, I think it's like how it does it. Mm -hmm. It's like I mean, the play definitely proves itself to be important, but like to me, there's something very deflating and also dangerous about that. You don't see this man at his best. Mm. Like you don't see him like it's funny to me that this play has a (laughs) cast of 650 people, but we never see him actually in the ring. Mm -hmm. You know, and and, you know, I would think theatrically, you could do whatever you want with that. It doesn't have to be a, a realistic boxing match. It could be whatever you want it to be. And t- to me, there, it was, it was deflating to me that we never saw this man like the danger that all the white characters talk about. And it's, you know, it's something that definitely still runs through today and will for the next however many years of like, you know, the, the specter of race relations and just the idea of power that's always associated with fights. And it always, it, oh, yeah. it always, it always gets, it always gets puts on the fights, you know, whether, you know, it's a black fighter or a white fighter or like a Irish fighter or whatever. But like, it's, it's strange to me how, yeah, the play is about Jack Johnson, but it absolutely isn't. And it to me knows there's a lot of biographical things about him. But it knows nothing of the man, yeah. um, and I, I understand yeah. that that was a that was a conscious decision on the part of the playwright. Mm-hmm. You know, it's clear that you know there's the whole world of boxing minus the actual boxing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just it it was disappointing to me. I wonder if the movie has more fighting. I would imagine it definitely does. I would think it's more visceral or like. In the ring with him, with the sweat and all that.
1: I, I, I guess I think it, I am like thinking about also how, like you're right, we don't see many his that, but we just see him. Acts two and three are just like, like, um, just like a parade of sort of like how low can we put this person, right? Um, yeah,
2: and but- it's it's a beautiful it's a beautiful parade of exhaustion. Of no matter where he goes in the world, he's fucked with. So like I get
1: uh, it the, the the Uncle Tom so there's a scene he goes to like he goes to London he gets kicked out of there he goes to Paris like he goes to I think Budapest and I think he's in Bel maybe he's in Budapest this happens but he gets picked up in Germany by this like cabaret person and the next scene he's in Budapest at this nightclub with his wife and his manager and he's playing Uncle Tom and. She's playing Eva, and his manager is, I guess, in drag as Topsy. Um, like, I'm, it seems like it's essentially a minstrel, minstrelized edition of Uncle Tom's Cabin. Um, and he's like to- just totally degrading himself. And then the audience is like beyond that. Like, not <laughs> even like that was like well received. Um, you know, he gets like booed off the stage. Uh, like, there was something that was so viscerally violent about that. Um, that I, I think I was maybe like, rather than talking about it, I feel like I was like so sort of like shocked um, by like that description and that scene as to like be like, oh, this is great. <laughs> um, but now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, is it? Um, or is it just like sort of
2: horrifying? Um, yeah, to me, the, the play, like, I think it just, it became abusive in a way. And like abusive of him to prove a point, which is cool. But I think I just never see him free, you know, like, um, yeah, whatever.
1: I think it's interesting because I think what I was expecting this to be and what it doesn't do. So I'll give it credit is I like, I'm very allergic to plays about social struggle that like murder their characters in ways that like, um, obfuscate any sort of negative qualities that they have, right? So, like, sure. um, I think of like Fruitville Station, where they like make the uh, make the guy who gets shot like
2: Oscar the best
1: dad and the, yeah, thank you, right. the best father, and like the best like, and yeah, yeah. as if like the only reason it's tragedy is because they were this like it, like like even if he was a dick, it would be a tragedy. It's a travesty, right? Right. Um, I liked it. They'd, like that they like use. I feel like. Uh, Jack is like a complicated character. Like, I don't think he's like entirely... He's not painted as like this entirely empathetic, entirely um, sort of like, for lack of a better term, like whitewashed protagonist. Like, I think he has some like complexity. I think you see him sort of really like struggle with fame. I think you really see him like wrestle with his pride and trying to figure out what to do. Um, You see him be like not so great with his wife right like i think that i've i found that admirable
0: that i think it would be really well done by james o jones i can imagine him doing a really good as of that
1: um but it's right,
0: the, the, the dignity wonderful- the um gravitas that he would bring to it i think would change it because it is all his character is all written in um in vernacular which we write uh, read strange on the page but probably one in his hands and and write i think like um, having jack's dissolution still have the dignity of that actor would help a lot i don't know I, I maybe ruined myself by reading some of his bio, but he was like a playboy, and he opened up. He mentions that he opens up a bar, but he's opened several bars, black and tan bars, are called like um, uh, mixed race bars, um, Chicago and New York. Um, and he, I don't know, he he dressed he was like a Floyd Mayweather, dressing in like furs and and. Yeah. Ling and like having lots of women, lots of white women. Like I don't know, it just sounds like like the play almost um, made him more palatable in some ways.
1: Interesting. So even yeah,
0: yeah, like it would have been more interesting to make him somehow like like a Floyd Weather, like a. Um, What's it got, Apollo and Rocky? I
2: don't know. I guess the, the, thing, the, the thing I was thinking about is, you know, recently there's a professor from Berkeley that passed away, Leon Litwack, who was a professor of history. And mm-hmm. um, one of the things that he was interested in, and it was a quote that I read, and I had it when I was a student, but like what he thought was really important to do was to bring to life how disturbing things were in the past. Mm-hmm. Like so for him his his goal was for me as like a kid in like 1994 that was you know like your basic brainwashed white kid to understand how disturbing it was say in the turn of the century for black people like coming out of the south to chicago. And I think the problem for me with a lot of plays that deal with race in the past is it doesn't know how to deal with that disturbing element.
0: Mm-hmm. And
2: like, it almost sets up the, you know, from the beginning, it's like the former heavyweight and everyone, they're almost villains in a way. Mm-hmm. But like, there's something, and I guess what caught me about the quote from Litwack is, what is disturbing is how normal all of it is. is that's a really good point, yeah. Is this lies as my teacher
1: told me, is it that guy?
2: No, no, no. This is Leon Litwack. He okay. won the Pulitzer Prize for uh, what are the a yeah. number of books, like historical books? No, no, no. This guy. No, this dude's like no, the real a, deal Holyfield.
1: Yeah, no, there's a there's a guy, there's a famous Yeah. Guy.
2: That dude passed away recently too. But no, this dude, God, I can't remember the books he wrote. Uh it's like a storm is coming. I forget. You can look it up, but like he dealt with like the history of like race relations in America. But I think, so I think I thought about that reading this play is that there's this tendency to placate audiences by making us be like, well, I'm not that guy. I'm not the, I'm not like the, I'm not like them. I'm not like those federal agents that are trying to destroy this man or something like that. But to me, it's like the, what's missing to me is the disturbing element of just the normalcy of, of all of it, of trying to destroy this man. Yeah. And so I wonder what what would be a play that like tries to show from the perspective of, of that white thought and to show Jack Johnson more as like, you know, a a caricature of, of our fears or something like that. Well, isn't that Rocky? <laughs> but
1: like, talk about like bamboozled or have you seen it? It's like it sounds like bamboozled.
2: Well, I mean, bamboozled, not really, because like the main character in bamboozled is like the the Black writer you know what I mean? Who like, you know, with his own experience. But like, yeah, I don't know. I, I guess that was my, that was the. To me, it's like when I read a play, it either stuns me or i'm like fuck i could never do that or i'll read something to be like why or uh, there's like a a wish for me that it went a different way sorry that that's 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 what i thought about this play and i so it must have been interesting for muhammad ali to be like huh wow this shit's about me but like yeah it was a hero
0: so um not a uh, this, uh enfiance is not a word it is Oh, uh, my reading it's not. It's like a, a there's a word, affianced. So oh, a A-F- nice. affianced, the mm-hmm. affianced, and obviously engaged. And so affianced is probably like a a a wrong melding of those words. And the word is affianced.
1: Um, what do you make of the scene between the um the like uh. Like, the born in Africa, African, um,
0: German guy studying in Germany?
1: Yeah, and him. Like, what was that doing in the play for you? Like, it doesn't seem like it was a real interaction. Uh,
0: yeah, interesting. I mean, he may be getting at, like... Um... Uh, what's his name? Um... Marcus Garvey type thinking versus like um, I don't know um, um, uh, maybe getting it like Marcus Garvey type thinking versus like Martin Luther King or like or like Muhammad Ali. Um, hmm. So yeah, that guy, and he's he's kind of putting historical perspective of like um uh pan-African um of uh, of more than just black African of like um this guy saying colonialism is gonna end, obviously settlers are writing in retrospect when it's fairly recently African independence movements of the 50s and 60s. So um, at that time, you know, there probably are a lot of European educated Black Africans taking power in Africa. Um, It's around the time of the Afrit conflict, which was like that first um, internationally recognized African conflict. So before that, maybe there was like more hope of like these educated Africans really establishing um, uh, more successful African states. I was reading all that into it. I don't know. What did you think, Josh?
1: Um, I don't know. I was, t- I mean, I was sort of trying to place it like historically um it was like a moment in the play of like I I think um at least as written like Jack Johnson's relationship to his blackness is something that I think is sort of interesting and it seems like it it sort of changes um
2: and it
1: seems to be like this moment of like like failed solidarity like like it doesn't actually like um like it like there's like it almost feels like a misconnection right like they made a connection but like nothing comes from it and yet the like the next scene you see him going off with this person he met like two like pages before who just wants to like abuse him right um uh, yeah, it's interesting so
0: his trainer is black um right the tuck or tick something like that yeah. um and I, I but, feel like
1: Goldie probably is too maybe
0: no Goldie's no, Jewish. no Goldie's yeah. Yeah, yeah he's he's Jewish he's a, yeah Goldie's Jewish he says oi, and he's <laughs>
2: Sorry.
0: he's a money person he's right. yeah I thought you would have seen that Josh I, um, there's
2: also there's also references to him being Jewish too
0: yeah it seems I don't know I, I thought that reading it um but no, interestingly, Jack's interaction with every other black character in the play, like when the Deacon comes to see him before that first fight, he's that not was
1: really interesting. Actually, I really like that little interaction.
0: And Clara, and like he's not really willing to take up that mantle. He's he, and he's not willing to be that. I think that's interesting, and that's probably interesting in the 1960s when we are getting more. Um, uh black athletes you know um baseball color barrier has been broken um nba is probably i don't know what era of the nba that is
2: no it's desegregated but it's still virulently racist but yeah i'm sure but all
0: like is it popular then are we having oh yeah three like is it wilt chamberlain is that right around yeah it's
2: wilt chamberlain bill russell that's like that's the era then
0: yeah and um football i don't know it's right around when the Super Bowl's starting so yeah um, jim
2: brown jim brown is like um,
0: he's already a god um the 68 olympics is uh that famous one with the sprinters raising their fists muhammad ali and boxing and previous fighters um
2: i might be wrong but this play struck me as is written by somebody that doesn't know fucking shit about sports
1: as someone who knows know anything about sports, I was yeah. like like I was like, this is sports.
2: Right, right, right. So I, you know, I'm not I, I don't I don't fault it for that. Okay.
0: I thought he did know boxing just because of that thing about like making fights seem so on the point to me. Like yeah.
1: Um I was oh, but I the, the thing with that him and that deacon that struck me as sort of interesting was I thought it was sort of a like from the time, like a sort of smart critique of like the limits of representation, of like, uh, like what is like, like, yeah, worship me. I'm gonna be the first black heavyweight and that is gonna improve your life. How, like- Yeah, yeah, uh, um, Like, I think lessons that I like, I still think we <laughs> um, need to- oh, Yeah, the
0: willingness of these sports figures to take on that representation too. I mean, some, some will some won't right some i mean michael johnson uh, i mean uh michael jordan you know wasn't interested in that politics compared to lebron like carl lewis there's different people different athletes have been well, willing to
1: and i think there's something different about michael jordan not wanting like i think there's something different about being like i'm not a representative for like black people versus what I I thought I read in this, which was that like me, like me being an ex, me like doing this one thing doesn't actually help you. Mm. Like I actually read that as a much more political, like (laughs) uh, stance than like an apolitical, then like there's a way to like reject representation apolitically and there's a way to reject it politically. And it seems political in this Instantly. While he
0: was talking to the deacon, the deacon yeah. there was also a young black kid with the deacon, and he said, "Like you don't need, basically, you don't need me to like feel proud to be black."
1: Yeah. yeah. Or if you're not black, if you're not proud, there's nothing I can do.
2: Right. right. And I, mean, I think I think what's what's weird to me is almost like the compelling and interesting things about him get obfuscated by the need to like. Tell this huge story mm-hmm. and it almost kind of like uh it dilutes it in a way yeah.
1: i mean the ambition of this like this was never not going to be a big like right it feels like that was the primary aim um
2: but no but no boxing on stage <laughs> yeah
0: it does almost seem like um doesn't want the boxing because it'll be difficult to stage but has like race riots and huge fights otherwise. Man, I wonder
1: if you could, you could, revive, you could like, there could be a revival of this play with like, I mean, you could, well, uh, a bu- you could put, it uh, you put, to, What?
0: It wouldn't be hard to insert the boxing in, but a revival of this play would be a huge production anyway, so.
1: They, I'm glad you asked. They did it in 2000 um, with a unknown upstart. Um, just graduated from Tish. Um, Hershula Ali, um, Academy Award winning actor now.
0: Um played on stage. Yeah, he's real good.
1: Um I think it was like his first it was like his breakout role.
0: That uh-huh. dude played Jack Johnson
1: mm-hmm. when he was 26.
0: Yeah, it would have been young, yeah. I could see that.
2: I can't. No.
1: He got good he's,
2: he's so life, you know what I mean? See? Yeah.
0: He's a presence on stage though. Sure,
2: but he's he's not a Dude, I mean, like a heavyweight. That's just like that's just a different world to me.
1: Um, I think you're overestimating how much theater people would think about uh, weight class. I'm, I'm gonna be,
2: I'm gonna be that one guy in the audience with my arms crossed like this. <laughs> <laughs> Did you weigh in? Before, was he I weighed actually, in? Was only six two hundred pounds. <laughs> yeah, dude.
1: Um. Also, oh, that's what I want to say. I want to say is I also the the uh what the the lady character, I heard her name, Ella, Ellie, 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 like just so weak. <laughs> um, like I found her very uninteresting. Um, which was unfortunate. I
0: think. And there's not many female characters in the play. There's the uh, Clara, the mother, and uh. uh the other mother, English lady, Well,
1: oh, the English. I did like that scene, um, in that it reminded me of um, how much I hate British people. Oh, <laughs> right. yeah.
2: But it, but it is interesting that, like, if you look at what we have as like a public record of the man, we have his. <laughs> I'm not trying to harp on this, but like, we have his actual fights, or like, we have that. His, fight. But but so much so much of the play are these interpersonal relationships or like conversations that like they're all just fucking made up, right? Like I don't know if he kept like an extensive diary of like his life. They're all all made up because they don't fit like
0: his life either. it's it's Shakespearean biography, it's not real biography. Yeah. Um, he looks like a beast in that. I've seen this, that one fight. He looks like a beast. He's, he, he is strong and looks like a good boxer. And a, a smart boxer too. He's, he's, uh, he's hanging. He's like using, using his opponent, using his weight.
1: Oh, also there was a total there was a total Chekhov's gun in this play that I was like waiting for it to come in. I
0: What's
2: thought that? they were gonna
1: punch him in the jaw and they were not like, gonna kill him. They were talking about how you have to hit him in the jaw just there, like that's the trick.
2: I didn't mm. think,
0: there was that one scene where he's about to fight the Polish guy and he spits out the water, he says it tastes funny, right? And then Ellie drinks it. And I was sure like that water was drugged and something was going to happen to Ellie, but it didn't seem like it did. Or did
2: I miss that it did? I don't know, that shit got sorted for me, man.
1: Yeah, I think it probably makes more sense on stage, but some of it just like, I don't know. It it, it crams a lot in. Um, Who would you want to play? Uh,
0: Chris, I mean, I couldn't be Jack. Um, maybe the I don't know. That's terrible. The retired boxer who uh, who
2: referees. Yeah, the, yeah, uh, that's you, one hundred percent.
1: Pop or Captain Dan are one of them. Um, Dan. I think the great as one of the Brit, like the British, the prim British ladies
0: Oh yeah. Uh, well, I would want to be the the. The kindly British guy, the judge. Kindly British judge. Yeah. Um, or the the woman, or the uh, the one who uses English racial
2: epithets. It reminded me of my grandfather. Yeah, that's that's you, friend. I thought about that reading this.
1: Um, yeah, I don't know. Not not a not a role for me in this.
2: Goldie, the, uh, Goldie, yeah, Goldie.
1: The um the the, the 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 Polish uh the Polish ringleader is sort of appealing.
0: You know, uh, or the mother, or man three.
1: Man three. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of, the, of like,
0: the,
2: policemen too. Or... Uh, what about you, John? I'm in the audience with my arms crossed. Oh, right. I don't know. I see you as uh, one of the great white hopes, John. Sure. Still am.
1: Um, all right next week um so 1970 there is a poll at surprise award we're in the 70s oh, i want
0: to say one more tidbit i yeah. found from uh sackler's wikipedia page
1: yes please
0: it basically is only known for this play but he did an uncredited rewrite of jaws that includes that famous speech on the boat about um uh, what's about the, the Indianapolis? About the Indianapolis. He wrote that speech. That's a brilliant... That's speech. funny, man. That's yeah. a good speech. Yeah.
1: So next week is... We're in the 70s. Woo!
0: Oh, that was the 60s, John quickly.
1: The 60s were like that. I mean It took us forever, but... shouldn't have
0: You're to. There you don't remember it, man. Or the other way around.
1: John's going well to the restroom on Zoom. Um... <laughs> Um, excuse me. Okay, good. Uh, uh, so next week is a play called um, No Place to Be Somebody. It hmm. is two firsts. It is the first Pulitzer Prize play awarded to an African American playwright. Um,
0: is it to apologize for giving it to this play?
1: Yeah, maybe. Uh, and it's the first play, it's the first off Broadway play. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to reading that, and we will see you uh, next week. Until then, say goodnight, folks.
2: Good, Good night, 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 folks. folks. Sure. Honey.